0: As Matthew has written at the top of our agenda, <laughs> Christmas equals oat milk.
1: For as long as I can remember. Yep. Like, like a, a oat milk would come pouring down the chimney <laughs> like the blood in the elevator in The Shining. <laughs> yeah. And then we would know it was Christmas. <laughs> it was it was especially weird in the 80s when oat milk hadn't been invented yet, but we knew. <laughs> and then uh, and then someone would say, here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> don't me too oh
0: I just imagine Santa up there with a big bag of it, just dumping
1: <laughs> Santa in. on the roof with a mischievous grin' <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> He slimed another one <laughs>
0: oh God, oh my wow, God. what then- a
1: beautiful time of year. <laughs>
0: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year!
1: And then, and then and, the morning it would it would be kind of like half Hanukkah, dried. And
0: and, Kwanzaa, yeah, all the things,
1: all all of the oat milk holidays,
0: all the oat milk holidays. Yeah, wow. how do you use oat milk for your holiday season?
1: I mean, I guess like I I dip my cookies into it. <laughs> I when... love
0: mold oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I drink while I'm out caroling.
1: I, you know, I just, I just like put like a double shot of vodka into my oat milk.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what they call like a, a, um, a white. Yeah, what is the name white, of that drink? White. <laughs> 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 um, if, okay, if a White Russian is vodka and milk,
1: and what is vodka and, 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 and oat milk? And, and Kahlua, not just, <laughs> not just. If you ordered a White Russian, it was just vodka and milk. That's that seems I, terrifying. I have
0: never had a white Russian. Oh, I
1: have. It's I mean it's good. Um, <laughs> um
0: okay, wait, hold on. What about so what is it if it's just vodka and oat milk?
1: Just vodka and oat milk. It would be it'd like be like a, a white like what's a country that's really associated with oats, I guess. <laughs> America.
0: Or Ireland?
1: No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: Okay, so uh the the white Irishman.
1: <laughs> that's probably problematic in some way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we'll we'll workshop that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, um Matthew, what's what's on your memory lane? I mean, other than all your Christmas
1: morning <laughs> right, I mean, it's mostly that. And like like the how how like the 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 crustiness of the rug like a couple <laughs> days later would really that's really what felt make, made it feel like the holiday season to me. <laughs>
0: I can't stop crying. <laughs> it's
1: good. We haven't had one of those in too long. Um, oh, I, I think, needed, honestly, I, I first tried cry. oat milk when we did oh. our alternative milks episode years uh, ago and tried, like, hemp milk and rice milk and stuff.
0: I... It was so disgusted during that episode. Well, I the remem- hemp
1: milk was really bad.
0: I remember that one being a tough one for me. I mean, nothing can compare to the sour cream episode, where I think you and I were both on the verge of vomiting.
1: And for me, nothing can compare to the scary food episode.
0: Uh, I've forgotten what was. Oh, my scary food was natto. <laughs> yep. Right. Did I eat any?
1: Yeah, and mine was egg salad, and I ate like a. Microscopic amount.
0: Okay. Um, Anyway, oat milk is one of the few. So I don't know. I just, I have always found the idea of milk when it is used for things that don't come out of an animal. I've always found it to be a little bit off-putting. Like muscle milk. Muscle milk is the most (laughs) off-putting of milks. Um, I should also say that while researching this episode, I encountered the term non-human milks. Possibly the first time ever, and does that just non-human include like, like
1: any any other
0: mammal and non-animal milk? Any non-human milk? Okay, yeah, I had not thought of human milk. I think also I usually hear of it as breast milk. Yeah, which is kind of dumb because that uh, chickens have breasts.
1: <laughs> Do they
0: chicken oh, breasts? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was thinking. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I understand. I was, but I was thinking like, like, no, with, they don't with, have like, like nipples. Nipples that like the baby chicks suck a lot. And no. for a second, I was like, wait, do they or do they not? No, I wasn't, I they're was honestly not unsure. Nipples. I know. I now I know.
0: Anyway. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I had never heard of it as human milk, which right. also sounds like for some reason it makes me think of like human growth hormone or. Sure. Anyway, but yeah, so today we're talking about the non human milk that oat is milk. oat milk.
1: Um, And I I feel like oat milk was one of our favorites when we did the the non-human milks episode. (laughs) I
0: think oat milk is, for me, possibly the most delicious of non-human milks.
1: Yeah, like I would go. Yeah, humans obviously at the top. <laughs> yeah. Then cows. Yeah, then then gorilla, then cow.
0: Uh-huh. Chicken.
1: Chicken. <laughs> chicken milk, <laughs> which is also also called muscle, egg white m- muscle
0: muscle milk. Muscle
1: milk. <laughs> All right, this is a pretty good ranking.
0: Okay. okay, but anyway, I think that other than our like plant based milk episode or whatever the heck we mm-hmm. called that non soy milks, I or think we called non- it
1: alternative milks.
0: Okay,
1: <laughs> that like, sounds so metal. Like, like, like the same way like MTV like started calling everything alternative in like, yeah. 1990.
0: Yeah, Alternative Nation. Mm-hmm. Did you prefer Headbangers Ball or like 180 Minutes? 120 or alternative- Minutes,
1: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I w- if it had been 180 Minutes, I would have watched that last hour.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, What about Alternative Nation? I liked Alternative
1: Nation, but but 120 Minutes was like my show. Yeah, I think I it, was the host of the show. <laughs> clearly it was mine Kendall. too,
0: given how long. <laughs> like in my heart, it went on yeah. for three hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were so so you know, many things I still listen to today I first heard on 120
0: Minutes. Do you remember the video for Sober by Tool? Yes. God, I that was that is like seared into my brain. I think that I watched that video a hundred times times the summer before my freshman year of high school
1: yeah no i i remember like so many videos this is this is like just an, an old man like talking about the old days but mm-hmm. like you know i remember when they debuted this the smells like teen spirit video yes i remember when they debuted uh, the the video the head on by the pixies And i was like i think oh. this new pixies album is gonna be pretty good and I it was don't
0: remember ever seeing a pixies video
1: um i mean they're not really known for their videos but that, i mean that's a funny video yeah. Like, it's, it's just, like, some goofy, like, camera tricks, basically, while they're playing the song.
0: Do you remember that old Phil Collins song that had all the, like, the puppets of, like, oh, Ronald Reagan? Land of Confusion? Land of Confusion. Wow, was I can't kind of believe a, I pulled that. That was, like, a strangely distressing video. I mean, it yeah, was designed totally. to be. The, but that was, like, the real early days. That was before 180 or 120 yeah, minutes so. was on. <clears>
1: that was that was that must have been, like, of the same era as the uh, Sledgehammer Yes, uh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah, Peter thing, Gabriel.
0: Right? You know, I got so tired of REM's losing my religion. I'm still <laughs> yeah, tired of it. Like I know. all these years later, I have not recovered from my fatigue.
1: Yeah, that they showed it
0: several times, so many times. Okay, back to oat milks. So I have actually been drinking a fair amount of oat milk lately. Okay, in the form of. So my spouse really enjoys Starbucks. Um, In in part because they really like the various like food and snacks they have there. And especially during Ash's pregnancy, when they have been suddenly hit with like nausea and, and weird hungers and things. They've spent a lot of cash at Starbucks. When I go to Starbucks, what I like is the Iced Brown Sugar Oat Milk Shaken Espresso. That sounds great. It's so good. For sure, it has the longest and dumbest name. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. I recommend it with two pumps of brown sugar syrup instead of three. Okay. For me, that is the perfect sweetness. It is so good. And the oat milk has a really oaty flavor. Like, it tastes like nourishing somehow. I feel
1: weird saying the word pumps. Really? Yeah.
0: Do you remember when high heels were often called pumps?
1: I do. They're not still.
0: I think that only, uh, like, only, you know, if you were alive to watch the Land of Confusion video, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are yeah. allowed to call them I pumps. I remember
1: pe- the term fuck me pumps.
0: Oh, my. Yes. My Aunt Millicent would wear <laughs> fuck me pumps.
1: OK. Stop. Pause <laughs> the show. <laughs> Yeah. Those are the two most discordant th- things to, to like. Like the greatest juxtaposition. My aunt Millicent, I, aunt Millicent and Millicent. fuck me
0: pumps. Actually, she called them fuck me heels.
1: Aunt Millicent.
0: I know. Isn't that a great name?
1: Aunt Millicent sounds like like she's like a hundred years old and has never never like said a cuss word. And yet, no,
0: that was not at all who I she know. Was. I
1: love this about her.
0: Yeah, it was. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but. Her so she passed away when she was in her forties. Okay, this is the sad part of the uh-huh. show, and then her husband passed away a couple years ago. And uh, when he died, I helped to clear out his house. Yes, and he was a subscriber to Playboy for decades. And anyway, so probably a
1: lot of fuck me pumps in those in those so pictorials. So
0: many Playboys in that house, and uh, we sold them on OfferUp. First Ash got kicked off of OfferUp for selling porn <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then we managed to sell them anyway. And some dude rolled up in his Tesla and gave us $200 in cash for like uh, uh, bins and bins full of old playboys. That's
1: great. How it was far great. How far into them do you think he's gotten?
0: Not far. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But they were in great condition. I got to tell you. Yeah.
1: I was I was going to like lay out a pretty gross scenario so but, I'll save it. Yeah,
0: don't. But anyway, Aunt Millicent, my Aunt Millicent, that, you know, like that was her that was her guy.
1: In what context would she use the phrase fuck me heels?
0: Oh, she would just be getting dressed and, you know, she she just referred to them nonchalantly as her fuck me heels. That's wonderful. Yeah, she was absolutely that kind of wonderful person. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to
1: strive to to be a little more Millicent.
0: Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what about you, Matthew? When did you first try oat milk?
1: Pretty sure it was during that non-human milks episode, and then like you know, I've I've like occasionally ordered it in a in a coffee drink since then, and always enjoyed it. Like absolutely of like the alternative milks that they offer. Like I know I think almond milk is still very popular at the moment. Yeah, we're um, going to
0: talk more about it.
1: But uh, like oat milk, absolutely my favorite flavor wise. Oh
0: yes, big time.
1: Um, you know, it's not. It it has, like, the body that I'm looking for, but it, it like, brings its own flavor that works really well in a Mm -hmm. coffee drink. Mm -hmm. The only other place that I've used it – like, I – I've occasionally like bought it and put it on my cereal when I was like using it for a recipe. And the recipe that I'm thinking of is uh, on the on the Walks of Life blog. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have a recipe for uh, uh, ton ton man, which is a spicy ramen. And the broth is essentially half oat milk, half chicken broth, and then you and then you like spice it up with uh, with some like spicy pork. And I was like, is that's going to be good? And yeah, it's really that,
0: good. That sounds off-putting to me.
1: Can you taste the oat milk? Yeah, but I, I really liked it. Um, well, it's
0: kind of like how a lot of people, there was kind of a, a, a trend there for a while of savory oatmeals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of uses oat flavor to a, a different end from what most of us.
1: I never think got into of. savory oatmeal. A teenager of the show December did, and would sometimes make themselves for breakfast, uh, like steel cut oats with um, soy sauce, chili oil, ginger, and scallions.
0: Wow! Wow!
1: it was. And I I would like taste it and be like, like, I enjoy one bite of this, but I don't want a whole bowl of it.
0: Okay, okay. So uh, I want to talk about what oat milk is. Please. because
1: I I have like an idea of how it might be made that is probably divorced from reality.
0: No, no. I I think you're probably right. It's it is very simple. I mean, uh, made in commercial settings, of course, it's not going to be simple. But I think that most of us could probably make this in our own house. I don't know if it'd be as good. But anyway, basically. It's a plant milk that is derived from taking whole oat grains, right? And you're kind of extracting all the flavor and some of the body from them with water. Yeah. So it has a pretty creamy texture, a mild oat flavor. And apparently, so it's interesting. According to Wikipedia, like other plant milks, like soy milk, have origins dating back to the 1200s. And I might have thought soy milk would be older. I, I think, mean, I didn't research this I very think this far. is
1: probably one of these things where we just don't know for sure that that's, that's when, like, references, written references start to appear. But then before that, there are, like, references to things that could be this or could be something else. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, some other plant milks are really old. And compared to that, oat milk is a relatively new thing in terms of being known as like oat milk. Okay. Uh, so what we call oat milk today was developed in the early 1990s by a Swedish scientist whose name Matthew is going to attempt to pronounce.
1: <laughs> Richard Ustedt.
0: Okay. He invented oat milk. I always feel it feel like it's weird when you have like a totally normal thing, like oats and water. And <laughs> somebody gets to claim inventing their union.
1: Yeah, although at the same time I'm just happy that no one's saying it was an accident.
0: Okay. That's right. That's right. It doesn't have that story. Like
1: like it was carrying a sack of oats and it fell into the into the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this guy, uh, Ricard Ous, he
1: stripped it. Whoa! Um, he
0: quote unquote invented oat milk while working as a food scientist at Lund University. This mm-hmm. is in Sweden, and he was researching lactose intolerance and sustainable food systems. Okay. So this all fits. He then went on to found the company Oatly. In 1993 or 94. Okay, so, but
1: then no one ever heard of this until like 2016. That's right. right. So, that's right. So like, how did? What happened in the mean in the meantime?
0: I don't really know. I mean, I, if you, I, I did do a little bit of research into Oatly and it's even, somebody, would somebody go put some more interesting information on the Oatly <laughs> Wikipedia page? Because sure. it's basically just a whole bunch of corporate stuff about like mergers and acquisitions.
1: I, I do love it when you talk about mergers and acquisitions. Uh,
0: anyway, but yeah, I don't really understand what was going on between 93 and 94, 93 or 94 and like 2017. When the rest of us all started drinking or hearing of oatmeal, oat yeah,
1: milk. it was. I guess it was simmering during that time. It was.
0: It was. Anyway, oat milk became a big deal in the U.S. I, I, again, maybe it it became a big deal in Sweden uh, long before this. It became a big deal in the U.S. between 2017 and 2019. And okay. As of late 2020, the oat milk market became the second largest plant milk market in the U.S.
1: I haven't looked at our analytics recently, but maybe we're a big deal in Sweden and just like haven't really broken out into the U.S. market. yet.
0: I think that's probable. Okay. Anyway, so uh, as of late 2020, the like the the biggest plant milk market in the U.S. was almond milk. Okay. And after that was oat milk, and even outselling soy milk, which to me seems really interesting.
1: These things are like really fatty. FAD, F-A-D-D-Y, sorry, fad They're is very I mean. FAD-ish, like, yes. Like, because there's no way oat milk is going to stay on top, or almond milk is going to stay on top, like something else is going to happen in a couple of years and we're going to be talking about.
0: Well, I think it's it's interesting. So one thing that oat milk does have going for it, and I wonder if at least for some people, this is a, a deciding factor in their using oat milk. Well, for one thing, I, I think it, it tastes better. It has more flavor than almond milk. I agree. Uh, But also compared to cow's milk and other plant-based milks
1: and other based milks,
0: oat milk has a relatively low environmental impact because... Oh, I
1: see that. You put charts in the agenda. It
0: takes relatively little land and water to produce oat milk. I mean, this is pretty interesting. So uh, here's a a chart I found on Wikipedia about water use uh, for different types of milk. So in making cow's milk... Uh, to make 200 grams of cow's milk, you need 131 liters of water.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: Almond milk, 74. And two,
1: 200 grams is like a cup.
0: That's right. Almond milk, that would be 74 liters. Right. So still a lot. Rice milk, 56 liters. Oat milk, nine liters. Okay. Soy milk, two liters. Uh, so in terms of water consumption, oat milk and soy milk are both pretty pretty uh, smart. In terms of greenhouse gas emissions per 200 grams of milk type, uh-huh. uh, definitely the highest is cow's milk followed by rice milk, sure. soy milk, and then oat milk, All right, which is like a, it seems like, what, a little less than a third of the greenhouse gas emissions of per per quantity. Compared to cow's milk. Compared yeah. to cow's milk. Okay. So I think that's interesting to think about, uh, you know, as we record this episode on like an 80 degree day in October in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with
1: Dunkin' cold K-cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem.
0: Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The other thing that I think is making oat milk more popular right now is that it apparently foams really well, like, you know, with a a steamer wand kind of thing. Yeah,
1: I think I feel like Teenager of the Show December has confirmed that. Uh, okay. They worked until until recently at, as a barista.
0: I don't believe anything until teenager of the show. Yeah, no, December, no, no. We
1: we all of uh, our facts get it. get run run across their <laughs> desk.
0: Anyway, uh, it also mixes into other beverages well because it doesn't separate out like olive oil would. <laughs> I mean, wait, what milks don't mix well into other beverages?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like like
0: hmm. oil
1: oil milks. <laughs> Anyway, like whipped butter.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but what about yak butter?
1: Yak butter. Bulletproof coffee. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever tried that. Oh, I
0: have not tried that. Okay.
1: We should probably do an episode, especially now that, that no one cares about it anymore.
0: Uh, so, Matthew, let's talk about how oat milk is made, and you can tell me whether this is what you thought it was. Okay. So, okay, when you've got oat grains, they have to be processed to remove the outer hull, which is the same thing that happens before we ever get them. Like oh, you,
1: <laughs> the same thing that happens before before we emerge. Oh, yeah. I, like,
0: I have to have my hull reprocessed once a year. Oh, okay. It gets really tough and callous. I was
1: thinking like more of like an amni- idiotic sack, yeah. but, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Oat grains. I think most of us probably have not seen them in their whole state because they're indigestible.
1: And the whole state is groats, right? Or no, a groat, a groat is like after it's been hulled, but still
0: whole, I think. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so basically you take your o- oat, you, wow. <laughs> <laughs> You take your oat grains, uh-huh. you process them to take off the outer hull. Then the grains are stirred with warm water and ground into a slurry. This sounds to me a lot like oatmeal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then the slurry is treated but I don't, with. I don't think oatmeal
1: is like ground into a slurry. <laughs> I mean, that's more like cream of oat. Well, that
0: seems like instant oatmeal okay. to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The slurry is then treated with enzymes and heat to create a, quote, thick liquid oat. Base.
1: Okay, I don't okay. I don't think I would have guessed the treated with enzymes part.
0: Yeah, and and get this, at this point other enzymes might be added or the temperature might even be increased in an effort to extract n- more nutrients from the solids. Okay. Then the liquid is separated from the solids through decanting or filtration or a centrifuge.
1: Oh, gotta go centrifuge. Why would you use one of the other things <laughs> when you have a centrifuge?
0: Seriously. And then other ingredients get added, like fortifying vitamins, sweeteners, flavorings, salt, etc. Because, of course, as you might imagine, oat milk has you know lower proportions of some nutrients than okay, cow's milk, sure. for instance. So some of those things get added in. And ta da, basically at this point, you've got your final Product, so you have this like slurry that gets treated with enzymes and heat to kind of draw out all the good stuff. Then it gets centrifuged, okay, to uh, separate the liquid from the solid.
1: All right, so I guess except for the enzyme part, that's that's basically. I mean, here's how I imagine it happening: that that they take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, <laughs>
0: and then you add,
1: and then you add the enzymes of life.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you like watch a video of oat milk being made? No.
0: Do you know what? Speaking of of song lyrics, yesterday, Ash and I were listening. (laughs) I already
1: forgot the amazing song lyrics we came up with earlier today.
0: Yesterday, Ash and I were driving and I never listened to the radio, but we were listening to the radio and they played Beat It by Michael Jackson. Sure. And I. I, Well, it sounds like he says, like, call me hot pocket. Heat it just right. (laughs) doesn't it (laughs) you need to listen to it we listened to it like three times and it's perfect call me hot pocket
1: pocket, heated just right right.
0: it doesn't matter except then we're rhyming right with right but you
1: could do that in the 80s
0: that's true you could rhyme kiss with kiss if Mm -hmm. you were if you were skid row
1: yes which which i am
0: yes you are you're sebastian bach okay uh, no my name's skid row anyway matthew do you ever buy this stuff do you ever drink it
1: I bought some this morning. I, like, I've, I've bought it to make that ramen recipe, and I bought some this morning because we are doing an episode on it. If, <laughs> when? Uh, have you heard?
0: <laughs> uh, do you... So you said you that's sometimes it. order it in coffee drinks. Yeah. What makes you do that?
1: Usually because they have put it on the menu board and it sounds good, either in, like, a p- particular specialty drink, like the, the Starbucks one you mentioned that I already forgot the name of, or, like, you know, there'll be, like, a new drink at, at Ada's Books that's, uh, you know, like the... I don't I don't want to like make up a drink and attribute it to them, but like something, something with coffee and oat milk. I'm like, "Mm, that sounds good. And sometimes I'll just like ask for it in a latte because it sounds good.
0: Hmm. I've never had it in coffee other than that kind of elaborate drink at Starbucks, which also has cinnamon in it and stuff that- and that pumps. That plays really, and pumps, fuck me pumps, <laughs> that plays really well with the flavor of the oat milk. So I'm curious to revisit it on its I would, own I again. would try
1: just like an oat milk latte because it's really tasty. Does
0: it feel kind of nourishing the way that oat milk does in the iced brown sugar oat yeah, milk shake I and espresso? So. Okay. Cool. This episode is not sponsored by Starbucks, by the way. Or by
1: Oatly, or by uh, uh This
0: episode is actually Sweden. not sponsored by anyone, except <laughs> except our listeners, our paying listeners. That's so right. So thank you, guys.
1: I mean, there, you might hear an ad on the show.
0: Matthew, do you want to get the oat milk yeah. out? Okay. Uh, now I've got Beat It stuck in my head. near 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 God, Oatly has really good packaging. Really good packaging. I mean, whoever designed this was brilliant. Because I, I kind of wonder how much of their market dominance is the packaging. This packaging is designed to appeal to people to, to their demographic perfectly.
1: Yeah, which is which is like aging hipsters like us
0: yeah i mean (laughs) look it's it's like not even particularly well designed in terms of showcasing the product name
1: yeah it's like a
0: little hard to find the product name here
1: like they put a hyphen in the product name for unnecessarily
0: i know it's it's crazy and i love it all right okay yeah, I
1: feel like so. So definitely, the marketing is part of it. I do feel like when we tried when I, we did our original episode, we tried a different brand of oat milk because like Oatly hadn't become like a well known brand in the U.S. yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you like to pour me some?
0: Nope. <laughs> I was gonna let you pour yourself.
1: Oh, I I, wanna, I wanted to to mention. I remembered to shake the box this time, which I know I got in trouble on a previous episode for not oh. shaking the box.
0: Okay. God, for some reason, Cheers. I'm kinda, I'm kind of grossed out by drinking this.
1: But the color is is tan.
0: You know this. Uh, it's it really tastes, good. I this like is it. unsweetened, right? Mm-hmm. This unsweetened tastes to me like what sweetened soy milk tastes like.
1: Okay, I get that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's I, f-
1: so good. But it's got it. It does have like like an O D back note.
0: That's right. I don't think I want to drink that though. Well,
1: I don't want to drink a, a glass of milk either.
0: That's and true. like no
1: no shade on anyone who does.
0: No no. But, okay. but
1: grow up.
0: Uh, yeah, that stuff's tasty. I feel like, it, it, how much was this? This is a is oh, this a
1: quart? It was it was like
0: $6. Okay, all right. Uh, so it's like twice as much as milk then? Because I, I feel like a, a half gallon of milk might be six, a half gallon of like organic yeah. milk might be $6.
1: So, yeah. So, or is so it, it a it,
0: gallon of organic milk that would be $6?
1: No, I think it would be more.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, uh,
1: Yeah, no, no. It it would be more. So yeah, so it's like twice as much.
0: I'm so confused by what's written on the side of this. O-A-T hyphen L Y exclamation mark. (laughs) God, they have just made this packaging as difficult as possible. Yeah,
1: they're really like leaning into making you work for it. Yeah. And I like it. I'm ready to work for it. Yep, and on the top it says, shake me, and I did. I shook me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I shook me all night long.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> me too. I shook you all night long.
1: Thanks. Thanks for doing that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't. I got a terrible night's sleep. <laughs> <Okay. All right. laughs> yeah, that's that's a, a classic classic song about uh, that that like you look at a different way when you're middle aged. You're just like, I, I don't want to be shaken all night long. I want to be shaken for maybe like t- <laughs> twenty minutes and then go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got shaken for like 20 minutes yesterday afternoon. Okay. It was pretty good. I good. slept pretty well. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but I slept later in the day. Yeah,
1: no, that's, that's, that's the way to do it, yeah. I
0: think. okay. All right, let's go.
1: Is it, do we have anything else to say about oat milk? Was no, that it? No, we
0: have nothing else. I'm okay, going to read great. the spilled mail today. From listener Amber. Loved the Bistro Night episode. In our house, we have what my spouse has dubbed Southern Night. I grew up in Georgia, and my spouse grew up in Illinois. I often make what I've always referred to as a veg plate, something that is common in cafes and meat in three places in the South. I do most of the cooking in my house and each week make a menu. I used to write veg plate for when I planned to make this meal, and my spouse would say excitedly, yes, Southern Night! <laughs> Since we cook vegetarian meals at home, Southern Night is really a better descriptor for the meal since it's a specific formula of veg and starch. Here's what Southern Night is. Always vinegary greens, always some kind of starch, rice, cornbread, or biscuits some kind of bean, usually black-eyed peas, and two to three other vegetables or fruit, such as sautéed carrots, sweet potatoes, stewed and sliced tomatoes, pickled beets, green beans, cooked apples, fried green tomatoes or okra, or mac and cheese. Yes, it's a veg, corn or squash. Enjoy with hot sauce,
1: Amber. That sounds delicious. Amber, (laughs) it sounds so good. Oh
0: my god! Also, this is a lot of different things to make in one night, right? So we got we got the greens, we got a starch, we got a bean, and two to three other vegetables or fruit. Yeah, I think think,
1: like it. It feels doable to me up until I get to the two or three other (laughs) vegetables or fruit, and to be like, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm just going to skip that part.
0: Yeah, and it's Um, still going to be great. Oh, this is fantastic! I feel inspired.
1: Yeah, me too. This sounds this sounds like a great meal, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else. What else can we say? Maybe Southern twenty. Night.
0: Maybe twenty twenty three will be the the year of Southern Night in yeah, our house. If you have Matthew. like
1: first of all, if you have any spilled mail, get in touch. But if you have a uh, like a named food night in your house that comes up like not as a holiday, but just like you know, just because it's Tuesday and we wanted it to be you know Taco
0: Tuesday I've never heard of it. did you just come up with that I did I just came up with it
1: wow let's see if we can make that happen yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah if you celebrate Taco Tuesday get in touch (laughs) contact at SpilledMilkPodcast.com okay Molly do you have a now but wow
0: I sure do So uh, I'm a little little slow on the uptake here, but in August of this year, the podcast Song Exploder started doing this mini series that I'm pretty pumped about. It's called Book Exploder. And kind of like the formula of Song Exploder where uh, the host Rishi Kesh Herway chooses an artist and a song to kind of unpack and talk through the creative process of. Yep. Uh, what Book Exploder does is they choose an author and a book and they break down just a passage from the book mm-hmm. and talk about the creative process behind it. So uh, what's a little different about Book Exploder rather than that it's not about songs, it's <laughs> about books, is that, uh, so it's introduced by both uh, Rishikesh Herway and Susan Orlean, the novelist Susan Orlean. And then Susan Orlean does the interviewing. So anyway, each episode features a different book and author. For me, it's like the perfect length podcast. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. I like a short one. And as of this taping, uh, so far, they had done Min Jin Lee and mm-hmm. Pachinko, Michael Cunningham and The Hours, Carmen Maria Machado and In the Dream House, which if you have not read it, you should. It's a fantastic. And wildly innovative memoir. And then Tayari Jones and An American Marriage, which is a fantastic, actually I've read all the books they've done so far. Yeah, Uh, so you can find out more at bookexploder.com or if you already subscribe to Song Exploder, Book Exploder's probably been showing up in your feed.
1: Yeah, or just like subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I've been listening to Book Exploder also, it's great. At first when it was announced, I didn't get what the premise was gonna be and I was like, I've kind of heard these authors talk about their books before and I don't need to like do it again. But this is totally different because they are really taking apart a very tiny piece of the book and showing how it works.
0: And it's, you know, it's interesting to hear what passage they choose. It's not necessarily what I might expect. It's not necessarily like a big action passage. Yeah, so yeah, so that's Book Exploder and you can find it wherever you find podcasts.
1: All right. Our exploder is Abby Circatella.
0: That's right. Uh, Abby not only explodes us, but she puts us back together again. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah.
1: Do you want to do you want to plug your newsletter? Oh, sure. I usually so, do it, but you can do it. You
0: know, it's been almost a year now since I started my newsletter. I have a Substack newsletter. It is called I've Got a Feeling. You can find it and subscribe at mollyweisenberg.com. Wow. Molly Weisenberg Zot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, at mollyweisenberg.substack.com.
1: Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts and uh, chill out with other listeners at reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. It's a uh, supportive community where you can talk about the show.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, Merry Christmas and, and all the other winter holidays, everybody. And, whatever uh, you celebrate, happy yeah. holidays! And
1: whatever comes down your chimney this year, <laughs> embrace it. Embrace it.
0: Uh, Let it get crusty. Roll around in it.
1: <laughs> it's uh, make this make this year like the the crustiest the crustiest chimney of all. Yeah. I'm Matthew Epster-Burton.
0: and I'm Molly Weisenberg.
1: Yes. A <laughs> um, isn't there a word for being eagle-like? Is it aquiline? No, that's. Well, is that? that's
0: a uh, maybe. <laughs> I,
1: I, was, I was going, I was going for like like, like phallus ac- aquilineus,
0: <laughs> like aquiline vagina.
1: Uh, what would that be? With
0: beak and talons.
1: Fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, an aquiline nose is a human nose with a prominent bridge giving the appearance of being curved or slightly bent. It comes from the Latin word aqu- aquilinus, an allusion to the curved beak of an eagle.
0: Wow, okay.
1: So, yeah, so so vagina aquilina, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay. Abby, keep, leave, leave all that in. Oh, God.
1: Okay. Hey, curate coffee drinkers.